Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will talk about Jaguars at Texans in just a bit. But first, let's put a bow on our conversation uh, between the Chiefs and the Raiders. For me, this is a no play because I feel like Kansas City's offense just isn't clicking to the point where I feel like they can cover large spreads. Uh, But Aaron, you seem to disagree with this notion. Yeah, I just think it's a little bit of an overreaction to what we saw against the Eagles. I get it. This is not the same Chiefs team that we are used to seeing, and it is disappointing. But they have beat six teams by more than a touchdown this season. So they are winning by margin. And I think against this Vegas team, they still are better. And I trust the head coach and I trust the quarterback more. Uh, Las Vegas allowing 244 passing yards per game in the last three games. So I think this is a good get right spot to, you know, help out this Chiefs offense who has struggled and these receivers do need some confidence and maybe they'll get it in this matchup. Do we have a second half team part- total yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like a second half team total. What is it? Are they going to score in the second half? It's been uh, since weeks, what, seven? Yeah, October 22nd, the last time they scored a point in the second half. So I would mm-hmm. think they're going to save their good stuff for the second half. Like You've, you've got to, right? Like I would think that's going to be part of the game plan here. But, but what's the Yeah, good I'm sure stuff? they don't want that I mean, trend to question, continue. Right. And what is it like 13 points in the second half since week three? I think Eric Eager tweeted out something like that. I mean, this has been a problem all year. It's not just a recent phenomenon. And I think one of the things that we saw, and again, we talk about blueprints, like, okay, one defense was successful with this. Maybe another one will be successful the following week. But it's all about like triple teaming Travis Kelsey, taking him completely out of the offense and then trying to throw it deep to someone who might, you know, beat out a corner or something like that. At some point, like it matters the lack of depth at wide receiver and even at tight end to an extent, because certainly if you're going to be throwing shorter passes, you need Justin Watson to be more of a playmaker and this Raiders defense, like part of it is okay. Max Crosby's kind of the headliner. The pass rush can be really, really good, but the secondary Mm -hmm. it might be just enough to get by here. Their EPA per pass for, for the Raiders is 12th highest at a negative 0.06 per sumer. So I look at this and go, the pass rush doesn't matter as much because it's Pat Mahomes. He evades just about everything and that's fine. But this conservatism, not to mention the fact that on fourth down, you know, yeah, they went for it against the Eagles. I don't know if they do that in a game like this where they know they can at least beat the Raiders. So they may be going after field goals a little bit more. They may be sputtering in the red zone a good bit more where all of those points are supposed to occur where you're going to cover these large spreads. And Aaron, I think those are my concerns. Love the the Chiefs pass defense. Like I'm not expecting a lot from Aiden O'Connell, but it's probably going to be a low scoring game, I think. I do like Joe's idea about maybe the Chiefs will rely on the run a little bit more because the Raiders allow over 100 yards rushing to opponents per game. 132 is the average. Mm. 110 in the last three games. So Isaiah Pacheco could have a game. I just think this is a bounce back spot for the Chiefs. I I think they'll be be. motivated and eliminate some of these Mm -hmm. drops. Could be. We have not seen one of the smash spots on the road from them. I think that's also worth mm-hmm. worth pointing out that it's a divisional game on the road. And recently they lost straight up to Denver. 
uh, Minnesota, that was that was a uh, one-score game. Jets, that was a one-score game. Jacksonville, that was mm-hmm. a one-score game. So we mm-hmm. haven't seen it from them on the road yet. Maybe maybe this is a spot. But yeah, I was I was looking at Pacheco props. Not posted yet. Uh, I guess they'll do it <laughs> later in the week. Now that you're bitter or anything. No. Not that this is a problem on for the road any of us. Where Vegas, are starting to shake. <laughs> at least it's not like out in the elements this time of year. Right. It doesn't worry me yeah, too correct. much. Yeah, that, I mean, that may have hurt them the other night. That was part of it. I mean, mm-hmm. these receivers don't need anything more going against them <laughs> for them to catch yeah, it. exactly. With, yes. with the rain and the lights, you know, for a night game, all of that stuff. Yeah, definitely a lot there. Plus, also, Devontae Adams. I will be looking forward to that prop because if you do believe that mm-hmm. this game is going to be close, it'll be because of the aerial attack. They're using Adams a good bit more. So, definitely, that's going to be another one I'm going to be looking at once they are posted. Moving on now to the Jaguars and the Texans. Jacksonville, one and a half point favorites on the road with a total of 48 and a half. This will be fun, Joe, right? I think so. I was thinking about it, and I'm probably going too far because there are questions surrounding Trevor Lawrence. I want to see him get back on track here. But I'm wondering, Mm -hmm. you know, we laugh at this division, but I'm wondering if this is going to be a big quarterback matchup for the next decade between Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Stroud. Like, C.J. Stroud, the way he's come onto the scene, that's the kind of expectation uh, that that we have for him. So I was thinking back to the first matchup of the year. Oh, that was a killer for Survivor. Remember when Houston won by 20 and the Jaguars <laughs> outgained them? Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. And, uh, and there was a fullback that scored a touchdown on special teams? Like, it was. <laughs> I know. I know. I Where almost are my got fake tears. Where are my props? Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm still crying about it for real. Uh, so is there some Jaguars revenge on the mind? Possibly. I want to see how CJ Stroud bounces back after uh, a three pick game uh, for him to see uh, what kind of performance he has at home in the spot where he has played very, very well uh, as a dog at home. I, I see why a lot of people are making, making that case. I don't really have a strong opinion the one thing that i was considering is do we end up getting some sort of a shootout in this spot i know it's a divisional matchup but it it is a very high total for a reason we're now sitting there at 48 and a half i'm with you uh i think the texans could have a game in cj stroud jacksonville we've talked about how good their defense is but not as good as of late. Um, They've had a little bit of a drop-off, and in terms of the passing game, that's where you can really expose them, and that's where I love the Texans. I'm really excited for this game. Mm. But Jacksonville allowing 254 passing yards per game, 209 over the last three. So I think this is a spot for C.J. Stroud and this Texan squad to keep things rolling, Ed. Stroud should look good, no doubt about it. Completely agree with you there. Uh, just because I think that secondary it might be a bit of a paper tiger when it comes to Jacksonville. Like the pass rushers are great, uh, but everywhere mm-hmm. else, I, I've always had questions. I mean, that was a prior of mine that I haven't quite thrown away. Here's a possible comp that I want to run by you guys. And maybe this is just because I know I'll be watching the Saints game carefully, but is CJ Stroud a good Jameis Winston? Because you look at his numbers, like his average time to throw is fourth highest or fourth longest in the NFL, greater than three seconds from snap to pass. He's always throwing deep. 
His bad ball rate yeah. is kind of high. You would expect that from a rookie, but he's also getting a lot of completions beyond 10 air yards. I wonder if like, okay, if you put Jameis Winston, like a younger version in a good situation, is that what you have with CJ Stroud? Like, Jameis Winston was a number one overall pick and like we always had hope for him not so much anymore but put him in a good spot (laughs) and then Winston probably was going to be effective or if CJ Stroud is something Mm -hmm. similar and if that's the case then okay he'll score a bunch of points but there might be those picks where that's how Jacksonville wins this game yeah that's a that's a pretty good comp we do kind of forget what Jameis was at one point and he was a guy that could get Mm -hmm. you 30 30 plus touchdowns in the season. The problem was what was happening on the other side. And what this past week with Stroud was that just regression hitting his way because you knew it was going to get there eventually. But he's putting up numbers every single week. So, uh, and I feel really good about where we sit with the passing yards because he's going to be up at the top when this thing's done. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely is. Still backing the Jaguars, though, as uncomfortable as it makes me. Like, I feel like I have to go to confessional as far as backing the Jaguars one more time, despite what they did to me. Bless me, oh, Father, for I have sinned. It has been seven days since my last confessional, because I believe I backed the Jaguars against the Titans last week as well. But I think that's probably Mm. how I'm going to play this one, Uh, much as I love watching this Texans offense and probably backing Stroud's overpassing yards. Still, though, I think Jaguars will be my play there. How about we move on now to the Browns and the Broncos. Denver, two and a half point favorites here with a total of a lean, mean 35. Joe, how are we playing it? Does this number make sense, everyone? Denver no. minus two and a half? No. No? Nope. Okay. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, Aaron. I think the Browns are better. I mean, I get it. Everyone thinks Russell Wilson is playing better, but you look at what the Browns defense is doing, and no one's higher that on – on the Browns than Joe on the show, but the Browns limiting opposing quarterbacks to 143 passing yards per game, 98 in the last three. Give me under on everything Russell Wilson in this matchup. And I think the mm-hmm. wrong team is favored, Joe. Whoo, that, that could be the case. Uh, I'd mention it if there were prop numbers posted, but Cortland Sutton, like we know he's <laughs> been on a tear. Does everybody realize he has a touchdown in five straight? He has a touchdown in seven of eight games in the red zone. That's Russ's dude. He's looking for him every time. So I'm really curious, uh, in a tough defensive matchup, what kind of number we're going to get on an anytime touchdown uh, there? Is it going under? It's probably going under, right? I know it's a short, short, short number. And the numbers also tell us automatic teaser. You just take the Browns plus eight and a half. Yeah, you you definitely have to do that. And the touchdowns that will be scored in this game, very obvious who will be on the receiving end. No doubt about that. And I think that's the, the, the way for both sides here. I am trusting this rushing attack for the Browns more and more. I am falling in love all over again. Browns rank 11th in rushing success rate, 7th on runs between the tackles. Outside runs are a little bit weaker, but guess what? Denver's defense on outside runs is dead last and they are second to last in defensive success rate against the run in general so even though the browns aren't great in terms of outside runs they know what the weakness is and so i expect dtr to go to the outside i'm expecting ford jet sweeps things like that to go to the outside this is my alternate spread of the week browns to minus one and a half let's go 
have to do this early, but it's fine. Yeah, like it. This is it. Beck You All Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, another slate of NFL games. Bucks, Colts could have some playoff implications. Bill Belichick versus Tommy DeVito and so much more right here on the Beck UL Network.